When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons briefly. Um, they got some things that, that pose a significant challenge. First, um, I was talking about Patterson and, and what a dynamic return man he is. Um, the field position component of play. Um, his resume, what he has been, um, man, needs no endorsement for me. It's just been nothing short of special. Yes, indeed. Corderell Patterson, this guy is coming. I mean, this guy is just amazing. You watch him, what, he's got nine touchdowns, Max. That's huge. I mean, nine touchdown returns. He's done it with a couple of different teams, too. I, I don't know. I'm really impressed with this guy. Well, I mean, you have to think about this. In three of his past four home games as well, um, he has 50-plus scrimmage yards. So he's a guy who can make things happen. He has four rushing touchdowns in his past four games at home. So, you know, he's looking to make sure. I think he's that guy who they look at as the boost guy, mm-hmm. right? He's the guy when you need a spark play, put the ball put the ball in for his hands. Like, let, 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 him, let him cook, right? So, I mean – uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be one of those guys you have to keep an eye on. He's a difference maker on this offense, um, you know, especially from the running position. I mean, because rookie Tyler Algier also is another one that's kind of come on as of late to really balance out the rush game because of the injury to Patterson. So I mean, they've they've got some situations and some complications in the backfield, so to speak, <laughs> between between Patterson, Algier, and of course Mariota. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a big challenge. Well, think about it. I mean, we were down Miles Boykin, we're down uh, Robert Spillane, who are a couple of big splatters on the uh, kickoff team. Now the kickoff team yeah. is you know you set the tone, you know, and and Mike Tomlin I think is very right the way he the the, the Steelers came out and covered that kick in the second half when Dallas Flowers went eighty nine on us. That was that was uh, that was a whole homogenation disruptor there. That just kind of turned everything head over heels on it and, and put the Steelers' defense, first of all, puts you uh, back up on your own uh, on your own end there and puts you on your heels right away. So that this is a little bit concerning because, I, you know, you forget about the, the, the kickoff return because, the, you know, the NFL has been trying to de-emphasize the whole thing and get rid of it basically uh, for a while. And all of a sudden this guy here just flashes and you go, woo. Well, and that did not do – a lot for the NFL <laughs> was that return. Oh, we're going to diminish it. Ah, get Hey, kickers, get it to the end zone. They'll right. take a knee. They'll wave it off. And boom, we'll just start action. Eliminate impacts. And then you have a 90-yard return. Uh, yeah, so, Dallas, Dallas didn't get the memo. <laughs> no, he didn't. Well, and, and that was his first kickoff return. 
That was his very first. Yes. So Whoa. that was so you know the question was was did he get the green light or did he take the green light? You know what I'm saying? Like like was that the message coming out of half? Like we're down, just we need a spark, do whatever you got to do, or did he say, you know what? I could take this from eight, from seven to eight yards deep, and you know what? I can get it on the plus side of the field, and he made it happen. I don't know which one, but I'm sure the coaches are now scheming to get him more opportunities after that uh, first showing. In that case, I got to believe, I think he just did it. You know, I, I just, yeah. I just, I don't know. Um, that deep, any, I, I think any coach, well. I guess you could look at the, the Steelers, uh, you know, kickoff team, and they go, well, they're they're like way down there, like fourth or third, second from last, and, of course, now they're last in the league in kickoff cover. But he might have said, you know what, go ahead. You got the green light, young man. Just just light that torch and go, baby. Yeah, just by any means necessary, right? Right, <laughs> just, exactly. Just get the job done. And, uh, and yeah, so that so that's one that now, because you put it on tape, Wolf, right? Yes, exactly. Now you've got to defend that everybody is going to bring the ball out on you. And there is no more getting a strider to get your, you know, to get your heart rate up. Can't show get, pony. Get the juices flowing. <laughs> yeah, no show pony. Hey, this isn't a bell lap. You know, this is, this is actually a sprint and cover drill, and I'm sure – Danny Smith has about 30 more sticks of bubble gum oh, that he now man. has to chew this week to get getting ready getting ready for this Atlanta every, Falcons team. Every time he turns on that film and looks at Cordero Patterson, he's got to, I can imagine that gum just going faster and faster and faster. Oh, absolutely. And <laughs> and, and new stick after new stick after new stick. <laughs> yeah, I I'll tell you. Uh, hey, have you have you ever covered a kick in your life in any level? Yes. Okay. What'd you do? That would be well no, that was Ben on a Ranger punt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's I had right. no choice. Had, had no, no choice, choice but to cover. Yeah. <laughs> 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 ah, it's just us out here, guys. <laughs> I actually one one game well, not one game, my whole rookie year I played you know, portion of the special teams, if if not all of them, like in Dallas, the last preseason game of my rookie year, I played all four special teams plus offense. And I got to tell you, man, I was one tired turkey towards the end because I played the well, I played the um, the three quarters from uh, after the first quarter. Then I, I went in the second quarter and then, all, you know, all four special teams. I got to tell you something, man, that's that's heavy duty. I mean, that's ballistic, high-velocity contact wherever you wind up on those special teams. But the best hit ever I had, Max, I was on the kickoff return team. We are playing the Houston Oilers, and Tony Fritch was one of those pot-bellied, upside-down, light-bulb-type body guys, you know, uh, with the yeah. one bar, <laughs> you know, kicker, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Classic. Yeah, classic. classic. I came around Did the Did he corner. have the little U up top, though? That was the one where you, like, they're a little more aggressive if they had the little U instead of just the single bar across the front. That's right. You got the little bit of U. No, he didn't have yeah. no U in that one, let me tell you. Right? Okay, no bull ring. All right, just check it. Just check it. I came around the corner on a, on a wall left on the backside to kind of clean up anything that's that's in the way. I came through there clean, and there was Tony just sitting there. It was like shooting goldfish with a 30-odd six. Oh, geez. Oh, my gosh. Max. You, 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 would, you, took it, 
You would, you would, you would, you hit the guy with the glasses. You punched the guy in the face with the glasses. That's what you did. I did. It was, oh. he, he started, my eyes locked on his. He started backing up when he saw me come and he started yelling no 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 and then before i hit him he was swearing at me yeah exactly i wonder why wolf i wonder why he was swearing at you he got up he goes you didn't have to do that i said you didn't have to be there you know after he's backpedaling out of the spot that you previously identified him as occupying you went and chased him down Wes, watch out in the engineering room on breaks, bud. <laughs> head on a swivel. Head on a swivel. <laughs> I think the best comment was I punched the guy with the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay, you did go right. See, I'm, I, see I'm and, that, and, and, and that is why big guys don't get – on the on the coverage units, <laughs> well, it's these offensive linemen. I mean, defensive linemen. Feel free, guys. Go ahead, tire yourselves out. We don't care. But offensive oh. linemen, it, it is something that, as you can hear, Craig in the background. Now, you know who was one that used to always? I couldn't wait. It was mu- it was must see play. Who's was that? when was when Chris Kimuyatu was on the kickoff oh. return unit. Yes, I remember oh. that. That's how that's how he started getting his nicknames. That's how we started his nicknames. I'll never forget it. We're in preseason. We're in Atlanta. It's Chris's rookie year. And Chris is the, back when we still had wedges. Right. He was the middle of the wedge. <laughs> and He was the whole wedge, man. <laughs> he he was. He 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 was a wedgie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he was he was a big boy. So they kick off the first kickoff. We're watching we're like right, go, Chris, go, Chris. <laughs> And he, you know, the, you know, the two, the two side defenders drop back. They create like the little triangle. Right. They hold hands, Red Rover style. Right. And then they start to go forward. And then you can see this one guy that's like, I am going to make the team on this very first play of my career. Right. You know, one play. I'm just going to go in Rambo head first. And this dude came running, 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 <laughs> splat. <laughs> Backwards tumble, backwards tumble, backwards tumble. Chris hit yep. this dude so hard that the dude stopped all of that forward momentum, exacted it back at him, which then led to a back roll and a guy staring at the sky and the top of the dome, wondering if he needed to change light bulbs. Like it was, it was the most devastating. And when we came back to the side, we're like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "This dude delivered a Hawaiian punch." <laughs> And then comes Big Juicy, and then we and then we call then we called him we called him we called him Hawaiian Punch. Then we called him HP. Then he went from Punchy to then we settled on Juicy, yeah. Big Juicy. Big Juicy. So it was that that was the culminating moment. Like he made his name off of that, and I mean it was devastating because also in that game he also hit a guy so hard on a pull that the guy went and sat on our bench, and yes. the coaches had to come across the field. Yeah, I remember get that. I remember. Yeah. That. It's like he wanted to change teams mid team, like like it was a trade, like in semi pro with Jackie Moon. <laughs> you know, no, no, no. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay with these guys. No, no. I'm not going back over there. <laughs> not going back over there. Anybody got a jersey? We got a jersey? No, I'll keep the helmet. Just give me the jersey. <laughs> I, I remember yeah. the kickoff return too because it. I I actually wrote something about that because I said it was like it was like watching people bounce off him. You know, I mean, yeah. it was he gave he was dishing out dirt naps to guys. 
you know? Oh, man. And and he would seek it out, too. I mean, it was one of those things. Like, he was almost like, please come to me. Please come to me. Please come <laughs> to me. They're coming to me. I am a magnet. I am a magnet. And then, boom, reverse polarity. I mean, it was just – it was – I mean, gosh. we I, uh, we That was that. amazing. I mean, that Chris, was amazing. Chris, Chris was one of a kind. I mean, I've never seen anything like that on a wedge. You know, usually guys – We'll come in the wedge and try and bust the wedge. And usually a guy will break free, like a Sean Morey, right? Like right. Sean Morey was excellent at breaking through the wedge. You should have seen uh, a Tunchilkin or a Ron Wolfley. Oh, oh. man. My brother Ronnie okay. now. Now, Tunch, I, I'll never forget one time, Tunch split the wedge and made the hit. You know, and it was just kind of like he, he tumbled in it. He was all balled up, came with huge velocity, but it was right in front of the bench and right in front of Chuck about the 40-yard line or 35 or somewhere in there. And Chuck was all over. He just loved that. And, uh, and, and But my brother Ronnie, you know him, he used to call – he'd say uh, the kickoff team was, was like uh, skydiving without a parachute because you never know when oh, the big yeah. bang is coming. Well, that that, 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 that that would also be called a missile wolf. Dropping from the sky, high velocity is going to make a boom. That ah, sounds like a missile. Sounds like a uh, missile to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to remember that the next time you talk to him on the air, man. Yes. Yeah. Remind him. Well, it'll, it'll, it'll be today. It'll be today. Very I good. definitely will. So I will remind him later today. No, that is awesome. <laughs> He's not parachuting or skydiving with a parachute. He's, it's a missile, buddy. You're just a missile, bud. Uh, that's, all, that's the only way to describe it. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, I am writing that down right now. Now to make sure that I completely tell him that. You have to. No doubt about oh, it. Think yeah. about this but that, now. But, Go ahead. But that's going to be key. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say that's going to be key in this matchup is who is the missile or who right. is the skydiver that forgot to pack a parachute and yes. not doing tandem. You know, that's going to be what we have to discover because that's what I feel because that's now put on tape, that's now a very big coaching point and an emphasis this week for the Steelers squad is Arthur Millette. Who had a lot of those tackles? Yes, he did. He had <laughs> Which four I'm sure he wasn't supposed. I'm sure he wasn't supposed to have all those tackles. <laughs> yes, but it led to that. Um, you know, who's going to be that guy? Who's going to be the guy to step up and answer the call? Um, you know, I'm look. I'm look. I'm looking at Marcus Allen, right? Chico, right? Yes. Chico. This, this is where you are supposed to shine. And I think also what hurt was when Najee went down. Remember. Benny Snell took the lead snap duties. Benny Snell's right. a core four special teams guy. Yes. So that's another guy that you had removed from the kickoff coverage unit. No doubt about it. And, again, we so, were missing yeah. Boykin and Spillane, too. Those are two yeah. other guys on that kickoff unit that are – they don't they don't pop a shoot at all. Those guys go. You know, and oh, no. they are more like the, the, the missile-type guys. Exactly so. But what I guess the point is – you know, there, there's so much emphasis on, uh, you know, the offense and defense, You and you've, there's been such a de-emphasis on the kickoff return because normally the kicker just booms it out of the end zone, right? But yeah. if you if you are, are Matt Wright and you can't get it through the end zone all the time, this is going to bring a, a quite possibly a very huge point up early in the game. Well, and also now I think that you know if you're Matthew Wright, I need to work on hang time. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't, right? If right. I don't have the distance, I got to work on something to equalize this. I can't just I can't just boom it straight back there on a line drive. 
I've got to create some height. I got to create some hang so that those guys can get in position to combat the shorter of kicks. And that's going to be something that I'm going to be interested to see. This is another dome. So it wasn't like wind was a factor inside of uh, Lucas Oil Field uh, on Monday night. And we're going down to Mercedes-Benz um, where that is another indoor facility. So it's going to be interesting to see when he doesn't have that, what, how he adjusts from last week to this week or – Literally from two days ago till four days from now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's but, gonna be very intriguing. Well think about this. Matt Wright's got the second fewest or the Steelers overall have the second fewest kickoff touchbacks. You know, so what I'm saying is it, it when you look at the supporting evidence around it, this this could be problematic. I mean, Patterson is averaging thirty three and a half yards on a return. That's pretty pretty dead gum impressive for a guy, you know, working on a on a unit and on a play that the NFL is really basically wanting to get rid of. Exactly. It's I mean it's the it's the fullback of uh it's a fullback of plays, sadly. <laughs> another another reference to Ron, because you don't yes. just don't see fullbacks anymore. They are they are truly dinosaurs. Um But, but we have but, one. We have one, Derek Watt. I mean, yes, we have one. Does he get utilized that often? Not so much. Not I so would much. love to see a lot more. I would love to see a lot. I love I I love I formation football. I mean, oh, yeah. listen, Th- Thunder Dan Kreider, right? That yes. was that was my that was my dude, man. Yep. I, I love Danny Kreider. Um and that that just is, you know, you have a couple of them around the league. Uh Patrick Ricard is one that comes to mind from right. Baltimore, Alec Ingold. Um and I forgot the fullback's name. Uh uh j- j- Starts with a J, but it's not pronounced like that. Um, and San Francisco. Uh, oh, Juszczyk. Juszczyk. There yes, we go. Yeah. There we go. Thank you, Kyle Juszczyk. So, I mean, there's a couple of them around, but it's it's one of those things that you look at it and the kickoff return kind of emulates that, right? Like they're trying yes. to get it. But I think also one of the things is for the Steelers, right, teams have been more inclined to bring the ball out against them. So they've had to cover more kicks versus – a lot of teams, like you said, that kick it out the back of the end zone, don't even give you a shot at it no matter right. how bad you want it. You know, it, they just don't. And the Steelers will kick it into the end zone, but guys bring it out the end zone because they're like, you know what, I think I got a shot here. And then they end up getting it short, and they still do it. So, um, you know, but now that you've put a long return on on your tape, it's definitely – it's going to be – we're going to see this the next month that teams are coming are bringing the ball out. So the coverage unit has to be on their P's and Q's for the next four weeks, next four games, to make sure that they kind of kind of snuff out that flame to make sure that, that teams aren't feeling like, you know what, this is, the, this is the week, guys. This is the week. All the work that I've been doing, and actually I actually get to see if you guys can actually wall. Um, <laughs> because I don't believe it. Guys have been kicking out of the end zone, and you guys are just looking good, just running down and tagging into the end zone and coming back. Or you might butt up with a guy after 15 yards and that's it. Nope. We got a full cover, boys. Full drill. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Beautiful. As long as there's no big place. You know what else I'm looking forward to? At the top of the hour, we got the Wexinator coming in. And Wex Wednesday. Wednesdays. Yes. Yeah. There we go. So we're going to step aside to make sure that we are staying on target and on time, Wolf. Oh, very and good. And making sure that Wex Wednesdays goes off without a hitch right at the top of the hour. You're here in the locker room of Wolf, Starks, and the Ninjas on SNR and ESPN Radio. 
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hello again, everyone. The noise is deafening. You can hear it for yourselves. The atmosphere in this town, which they now call Town, is festive. There is still the hangover from the brilliant World Series victory. The Bucks indeed went all the way. And now the reigning champions of the Super Bowl, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the mighty ones. They want them to go all the way to get back to form. I don't. <laughs> Man, I get singly focused on each opportunity. Um, I respect Monday Night Football. I make sure our team does. Um, I just appreciate it from a fan's perspective. Somebody that loves football, that grew up um, pre-Sports Center, man. Uh, Howard Cosell gave you the highlights from, from, from the day before, and that's about all you saw. And then after halftime, my mom would make me go to bed. Um, and so I just love and respect it and, um, and want to be prepared for it and put my best foot forward. But, you know, I, I have no response to the record that you mentioned. <laughs> Mike Tomlin is now 19 and 3 on Monday Night Football. 19 and 3. Let that kind of roll around in your pelt a little bit. Max, my friend, what do you think it is about Monday Night Football that instills such well, wonderful results for both Mike T and the Pittsburgh Steelers? Listen, anytime you get a stage and you're the only act, you want to perform and I think that's what it is. <laughs> You have to think about this. Everybody, all of your peers, all of your colleagues, all of your friends, all of your family that aren't in the stadium are watching you. You are the main event. There's no other competition on television. You are it. Monday night football is what you look forward to. Thursday night football, I get it. It's a marquee game because you're the only game on, but you're getting guys on a short week. Now, Monday, yeah. you've got full rest and a little extra in the tank. That's the one where, you know, you're, when you're filling up the gas tank and right at the end you hit that first one when it clicks, it stops the flow when you have it going. Right. And then, you, and then you squeeze the handle a couple more times, <laughs> and then you try to tilt it upward on the way out. You jiggle, you jiggle it to get the last little oh, drops yeah. of it. That's what you get extra when you get Monday night football. You get an overflowing <laughs> tank. And that's and that's what got some guys thrive in those environments, right? The lights are brighter, it's a little bit bigger. You're expected to come into the stadium and absolutely show out and nobody, you know, our team has done it very well over the last 222 times we've had the opportunity, 19 victories. That's a pretty good record. I would say that's a dynamic record, man. And, you know, it's funny because I remember 1979, the Steelers versus the Broncos. Joe Green walked into the huddle of the Denver Broncos and he punched out Paul Howard, the guard. And, it, 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 and all the other Broncos, like, pointed at Joe and they are like, hey, ref, do something about that guy. <laughs> nobody, nobody went after Joe. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, watching that at Syracuse Well, how University. about you go do something? How about you go do – that's what the ref said. You saw what he did to him, and he has a helmet. What am I supposed to do? I got a whistle. I got a whistle and a two-tone shirt. I'm monochromatic over here. What am I going to do to that guy? Now, let me tell you something. He knew the huddle was there. He knew you guys were all together. There was ten other people that could have stopped that from happening, and you didn't. Now you're looking at me. 
Get out of here. <laughs> you know, think, think about this. There's a, there's a little kid up at St. Vincent University, or at St. Uh, yeah, St. Vincent. We're up there for training camp. Now, I'm flashing back to watching that, you know, the year before as I'm now a rookie, you know, just some schmuck from Syracuse. And I'm lining up Oklahoma, and I'm remembering that this is the Joe Green I saw walk into the Denver huddle and punch everybody out. <laughs> and I'm about to get my butt handed to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, is that fun? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just, ma- just makes the day that much better. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, like, oh, that's you know, great. Oh. Yeah, th- this is the guy that was nice enough to give a kid a Coca-Cola, give his jersey off his right. back. You know, for a kid, for a Coca-Cola. But also the same guy that will go in and punch you straight out in the middle of a huddle. Your own huddle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, come on, come on. It, it, there's no way. There's, I mean, yeah. Now, that, 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 is, that is a mental loss right there. Like, it, it's all, you know, and for me, since I'm a little bit, it, it would be like me watching Lawrence Taylor and then lining up and like, oh, this is the guy I have to go against at practice? Uh, can yeah. I switch sides? Anybody else want to take? Anybody want to go? I have an accounting class that I have to be at like in 30 minutes. I just – And I need I need I, my teeth it, and my faculties it, to be exactly. able to count. Exactly. You, you know, this, this is – I'm, I'm really contemplating night school right now, guys, <laughs> and I really want to switch professions because that guy across from me, no. No, I will not block him. <laughs> I refuse. You see what he's done to other people. <laughs> now, I've told you stories about, you know, my rookie year, 45-34. We lose to – the Oakland Raiders, Monday Night Football at Three Rivers, Dandy Don, Howard Cosell, all that stuff. Do you have any memories of, you know, like Monday Night games that you've played in? Uh, you know, because I remember it was a story about Joe Green throwing his helmet in the, in the locker room and then growling and yelling at everybody. And I was like stuck in my shoulder pads trying to get him off. <laughs> you know, you know, and, I've had you issues, know, and, man. I had issues you, when you I was have, young. You have, you, you have. I mean, <laughs> and, and, but you're here. But you're here. You're I'm here, still, still here, you're still here. So that's all that matters. Um, I'm trying to think of Monday night. Like, there's I now, mean, there's the one where the ball stuck in the in the mud when the all right. the, the lawn dart. That was the yeah. Miami game, right? Which was, you found out what the before the game, two minutes before oh. the game, just like uh, you found out you're playing. No, no, no. So yeah, I walk it. I walk into the stadium. You know, I, I'm a backup. Max is a backup. He is a backup. Uh, and you know, I walk in, and, and when you walk into the locker room, you know this very well, Wolf. Nope. You know, you enter from one end, and my locker was literally straight ahead, all the way back. Like I was literally right next to the door. Gotcha. Um, to walk out to the field. So I walk in. I'm walking in, you know, I'm bopping, you know, I had a good playlist going in the car, so it's still in my head. And I'm just like, all right, you know, I'm I'm going to go, I'm gonna, you know, go do my warm up and, you know, get myself ready and, you know, make sure my tape make sure my shoulder pads are taped down. <laughs> and as I'm walking, now Marvell is like kind of off to the left. So, you know, you kind of scan because the taped pads for guys who are play are out and up top. So you could see the you know, you, you could see the the pads and everything up top. And so as I'm walking, you know, I just catch it out the corner of my eye. I don't see Marvell's pads. Woo. And all I see is the bag, you know, because when you have the bag, that means they brought your stuff there, but they don't. But if, you're, if your pads are not out of the bag, you know, you're probably going to be put down, 
right? You're not right. you're not going to be active for the game. So I'm like, Vel's not there. I see the bag. I'm like, maybe he <laughs> because Vel, you know, also used to like to tape his own pads. So maybe he's taping his own pads and he's behind schedule, even though. Every offensive lineman is a is about as ritualistic as oh, a Catholic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we we it is like no, you, you were saying this routine. at this moment. Yeah. So I'm like, this is weird. And then I look. So Marvell's lockers to the left. The training room's to the right, like parallel with. I look in there and he's got a he's got like a heat pad on his back. He's laying on his stomach. And so I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> so let me just walk over here and just talk to Marvell. <laughs> Hey, Val, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? You got it tonight. What? I'm sorry. What did you say? You got it tonight. What do you mean? <laughs> got what? <laughs> got what? Got what? Yeah, no, no. I, I got a haircut. Yep, got a haircut. Uh, got got, got my got my iPad, you know, my, uh, what is it, I, iPod. Got my iPod. Yep, exactly. He's like, no, no, no. You got left tackle tonight. I'm sorry. I have not <laughs> practiced what? left tackle, sir. Uh, you practiced all week, remember? Uh, he's like, yeah, man, I can't go. <laughs> all right, okay, all right. Well, that's good, that's good, okay. Well, you just keep heating that back up. I'm wa- I'm walking to my locker, back turned to him. My teeth are clenched. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, I've not played La Tackle. <laughs> and I was like, so, <laughs> so like, all right, all right, all right. All right now, wait, before, you, over. before he finishes yeah. off, let me, let me throw a quick one at you. Ron Essink was a tackle for the Seattle Seahawks. About Monday night game versus Howie Long on Monday night football. He actually like freaked out at this point. And as he was as he was he had changed up, he was getting taped and everything. And all of a sudden one of the other players came up to the line coach for Seattle and said, Hey, you gotta go grab Ron. He's he's about ready to leave. The dude was in his civvies ready to walk out of the locker room because he was freaking out and couldn't take the pressure. Were you feeling anything like that? <laughs> No, absolutely not. I was not feeling that much pressure. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I need to go take some reps. I need to go get some stats. So let me just go ahead, get undressed real quick, throw throw on my little pre-workout outfit, and let me go out to the field. And let me just oh. get some reps. Because I'm like, this is, you know, this is a Hall of Famer. This is Jason Taylor I'm about to go yes, against, right? Exactly. I was like, smooth move himself. So I'm like, all right, let me just go get some reps. So I get dressed. I'm walking through the tunnel. About to jog out on the field. I go to the field. It's tarped. Yep. I'm like, what the hell? Um, you know, I'm like, mm. what, what? Wait a second. So I go. So I go to. The, I go. I go to our field crew. I'm like, hey, when's when's the tarp coming off? Oh, it's not coming off until right before game time. I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, we just want to make sure it dries out as much as possible. Dries out. Okay. Um, all right. So now I'm in the hallway <laughs> between the tunnel. <laughs> Trying to take some air reps with some sneakers on because I had to go take my cleats off. Right, you can't obviously do can't do sets uh, with cleats on concrete. That just doesn't work. No, it doesn't work so at now, all. So now I'm just getting these reps, and I'm like, I walk back in, and I, I'm like, I'm like, Gee, uh, there, there's a tarp on the field. He's like, Yeah, yeah. It's like, Okay, you think you would uh, you write want to write that on the on the grease board or something? <laughs> uh, hey guys, don't get you have to warm up indoors. Oh, yeah, I was about to write. The, well, I'm like, what do you mean you were about to write it? We've been here for 40 minutes. It's like, I'm not the only one that runs out to the field. He's like, well, now you know. All right, so get some reps in here. So, you know, the locker room's large enough. You know, so I'm just stretching and trying. I'm like, man, this sucks. I'm like, what is wrong with this field now? 
I'm like, all right, so I so I go to Raj in the equipment room. I'm like, hey man, you might want to switch these spikes out. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I already, I already put them on there, Max. Um, those are the long ones. Do you want longer? I was like, yeah, just go ahead and make them longer. Tractor and, spikes. <laughs> yeah, tractor spikes. And then and then man, we run out there, and it was one of those things where they unveiled it. Uh, and you and as you're doing the announcement, like it, the announcement was so bad, we had to do them on the sideline. Yes. We were, we, yeah. You know how we normally run towards midfield? Nope. We ran, everybody ran to the sidelines. We made a tunnel, like a like a little lineup on the sideline going straight to the side of the field. The first time people walked to the middle of the field was for the coin toss. And it Guess was, who was I there? Mean, it was, Yours truly. Was I was there. I was, the there honor, I was one of the honorary uh, coin flippers. Yeah. Oh, look at you, honorary captain. Yeah. There and, we go. And what happened? We got out there, and it was the the mud was coming up over my shoes. We were sinking in. I was about in. to say, yeah, I was gonna say you, you, you didn't have your, your sorrels on, right? You didn't have the little <laughs> high boots, the slickers that you could just kind of hose off. So you, you ruined your shoes just like we did. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and, and then and from that point forward, I'll never forget that. That was when J- Jason Taylor came to me. We were on a TV timeout after the kickoff. You're like, listen, like, listen, Big Max. You see this jersey? It's white. I plan on keeping it that way the entire game. I said, huh? He was like, listen, moral of the story, you don't do nothing dirty, I won't do anything dirty. I was like, okay, all right. Um uh, Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, so that game, we I remember we walk out and we're, <laughs> and and that game, I mean, literally because your feet were literally suctioning into the and dirt, it just sucked you in. It just sucked you in, and so it's like you're doing high knees, <laughs> like trying to get out of oh. your set, oh. and it was just miserable. I mean, I mean, it's a three-zero game, right? I mean, that's that was a game that luckily I don't know how Jay Reed figured out how, how to kick on that surface. I don't know what he did to mat it down enough that he could actually plant his foot, but thank God for his boot. And then that was a game. I, I had a block. I had a block kick. Oh, that's that right. You did. It, of course, it didn't count after the fact. They were like, oh, somebody somebody flinched. I was like, bull yeah. crap. Yeah. I was like, I blocked it. It's over with. <laughs> I'm taking credit for it. And then the very next kick, he couldn't even get it off the ground. So I was like, you know what? I prevented the one that would have counted. That's, how, that's how I look at it. So, yeah, but that's my Monday night memory. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I think we got to take our memories to break right now, my friend. You know what? We will take our memories to break, and then after that, we will continue talking about the game that was and the game that will be here in the locker room. Wolf Starks on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Play action fake. He looked left, nothing there. Throws it right down the field, back shoulder. It pulled in by George Pickens on Brandon Faison. And that is a catch across midfield near the 44-yard line of the Indy Colts. Indeed, Kenny Pickett has been doing some pretty good stuff, Max. I really enjoy watching this kid grow up, you know, in the midst of this season. To see him essentially, you know, 
not making the same mistakes twice over. You know, I mean, it's it's nice to see. You know, that one sack when uh, he got caught, when they went wall right, when it probably should have been wall left. You remember that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. the one where Ngakwe was just like free, free, free yes. rusher. Okay. Yeah. About a series or two later, they come back and they run that same thing. Only now the 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 wall is is to the left, the way it should have been. Yes, you know, and yeah, exactly. and and somebody made that call right. You know, I mean, a lot of people say, well, Dan Moore. Hey, I'm sure Dan was just going with a call. Whoever made the call, identified the mic and everything else, and and you had a, a number of things going on there with the double A gap penetrators. You had uh, uh, Buck. Uh, Buckner, you know, DeForest Buckner running a three-man game away, all this kind of stuff. But Yannick yeah. comes off that nine, you know, like he's at, in a nine, wide nine position there. And and somebody adjusted the the call, and it works just fine after that. You know, but that Thank that's goodness. like don't make the same mistake twice, right? Absolutely. I mean, because that, that's one of the things is that it's never going to be perfect. And when you do make – a wall call or a full slide one direction, that's the hot guy that the quarterback has to throw off of, you know? And, right. and, and so you're saying, I want to know exactly who the guy is. This is the known rusher. I'm taking you away from him. That's the guy I'm throwing off of. And so for that, it's like Kenny did not see it or he got on him a lot quicker than he anticipated and could not see around him for the throw. Cause obviously when a guy removes, there should be a void. And that's where the receiver should be so that you can avoid said situation of a sack that's just unabated to the quarterback. Um, it was good to see them make that adjustment and realize, hey, this might be the guy we need to slide to, guys. Uh, the guy's exactly. pretty good. You know, <laughs> He's pretty good. Anthony McFarlane was in there, and he ran an in route, okay? And I saw Kenny looked at him just for a heartbeat, but Ngakwe was already getting in his grill. You know, and it, it was kind of – it was one of those iffy things. You know, you got a, a linebacker sitting in coverage, and you think, <clears throat> oh, I can beat the linebacker, and, and McFarland can beat the linebacker, but do you have enough time to really know that? You know, that instantaneous heartbeat of a decision that only comes through experience. And Kenny turtled up the first time, which I think in retrospect is a good move. You know, because you, you, you're not sure if you can zing that pass in there. Second time, you swing the wall the other way, pick it up, no problem. Everything's cool. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 that, and that's what I think the biggest thing is. That's when you see the learning, right? Right. I mean, that's what you want to – you want to make sure that guys are not making the same mistake twice. That, that this is a growth opportunity and not a habit because that's the biggest thing. You're trying to prevent habit creation of a negative variety. You're trying to create the positivities. They learned, hey, all right, guys, uh, when I say wall, it's got to go left. It's got to go left. Or I have to say wall left. I can't just make this call. It has to be a designation. And that was my fault. I read this a little bit wrong. So, I mean, you know, I I'm excited to know that, um, you know, that, that they made, you know, that they made some improvements. I thought they looked better as an offensive unit overall. Yes. Yes. You know, yes, there are some snafus along the way, but that first half was about as best a first half as we've seen from this team all season. Yeah. Um, the way that they continued drives, the way that they ran the football, mixed it with some pass, the efficiency of Kenny Pickett, three games now, no interceptions. Uh, that that's that that that's that that's what you want, right? You wanna you, you wanna be in that position. Uh the two point conversion was beautiful. Um 
at, at you know on the rollout. Oh yeah, uh, George Pickens. You know, I mean, gotta have it. Mo- like like they actually answered the call. Of those gotta have it moments. You know, yep. the feelings that we always got with Ben because he just delivered in those moments for so long, for so many years. It was great to see Kenny Pickett have one of those moments, right? And hopefully fuels him for confidence moving forward um, because you need those experience points to draw back on. Like, hey, man, we've been here before. You know, before he couldn't say that. He couldn't <laughs> say, hey, we've been here before. We've done it, right? You know, he now got to add that to his um, to his repertoire, which I think is a beautiful thing for him. No question about it. I mean, you. I just watching him, you know, with his decision-making. He's getting faster, quicker. You know, he comes off one option, goes to another. That through his progression, um, I like the way he just he's just got a. Uh, I was talking with uh, with the the Muth last night, Pat Fryermuth, right? We were just talking about how yeah. he handles the huddle and how he gets guys in and out, and there's there's no you know lags, no anything like that, no indecisiveness, and I think that's all part and parcel of becoming the quarterback and the field general that you have to be. Uh, but at the same time, just looking at like I would have loved to see. Um, Pickens try to catch that one ball on that route across the back end of the end zone into the corner. Ah, what he yeah. might have done with two hands on that ball. You know what I oh, mean? It looked like yeah. it was it was uh, that could have been a two hander rather than just don't you know. Play. But the kids made enough great plays. His one hand is better than if I had fifteen. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Fifteen hands. <laughs> yeah, that would be a little awkward, I, I suppose. But you know, that think, that, that would be. Think of the I holding mean, calls be, you'd get. <laughs> oh my gosh, octopus times two. I mean, that would that would be ridiculous. Uh, that, I also think calamari. Sorry, oh, calamari. that's a food. That's a food joke. Uh, but but I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you know, it's just on the tips. But those are the moments where normally it'd be like that was our one shot, but. The way this team played, they created more opportunities so that wasn't just the best one you could come up with, right? Right. You had other opportunities for your squad to to go in and have other plays. You know, I think about that Deontay teardrop in the corner, right? Yep. Um, that was another one where it was like, man, it was just right outside his fingertips. Yep. Uh, you would have loved for, for him to come down with that one. And I love the way that Kenny attacked Deontay, right? Mm-hmm. He he got him involved early in this game, and yep. he just kept pushing and pushing, which I I love that aspect of it because it's like that's what you want to do: feed your big play players, right? Force the coverage, and then guess what? We got a backup back. His name is George Pickens that we can throw to. Oh, by the way, we have this tight end by the name of Pat Fryermuth. You haven't seen it? Uh, just just look at the eight, and then just double it. That's his number. There you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, there was there there was so many guys making plays in big moments to keep the chains moving and keep driving. I mean, the first half, they held the ball for over 20 minutes. Yes. That's remarkable. It's outstanding. Remarkable time of possession um, for, the, for, for the Steelers. And it looked like, okay, this is domination, right? This is because Indianapolis had no answers. They, could, they, they mustered one field goal drive in that first half, and, and, the, and the offense just kept putting points on the board. Now, it came a point where I was like, man, we, we need to have touchdowns, not field goals, if we want to put these guys away. But, you know, as as Indianapolis started, started to go ahead and create more pressure uh, on us, we respond in the got-to-have-it moments, right? 
lost the lead, then regained the lead, and then that was enough. That's enough. And you know what? We Speaking of time of possession, we got to end this time of possession because we got halftime. Ah, halftime. Yes. Yeah, that's right. It is Wex Wednesdays here. The Wexinator joins us on the other side of this break. And, of course, what is coming up as well? What is Wex a part of? The Power Hour, buddy. That's right. The Power Hour here in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN and SNR Radio.